Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. My name is Jonathan Simeone, and I'd like to welcome you to the latest episode of the Demand Our Access podcast. Today is a special podcast. We are sharing our first filed complaint. We're filing it under the Air Carrier Access Act, and we have a special guest with us um, whose complaint it actually is. And um, we will stop in the middle of the pre-recorded portion of the presentation to take some questions, and we will have a few minutes at the end of the pre-recorded portion of the presentation to take some questions as well. So with that, why don't we get started with the pre-recorded portion of the presentation. Since we are doing complaints, I wanted to bring someone in who could help me file a complaint who has never done it before, so that it would be an experience that is typical to most of the people listening. So the first ever guest we have on the Demand Our Access podcast is Desiree Sturdivant. And in the interest of full transparency, Desiree is my fiance. Uh, but I hope as we go through this, you'll see that she was a good choice to help us get this aspect of the Demand Our Access project underway. So Desiree, thank you for joining us. And, thank you for having me. And would you like to just tell the folks a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Desiree Sturdivant. I live in Texas. Um, I am a mom to three kids. Um, and so I have a lot of stuff going on all of the time. <laughs> um, I'm also a musician, as a lot of you might know. I um, do the uh, community karaoke um, as often as I can. And I also now have a website that's um, DesireeRenee.com. And I can Put a link to that somewhere in the description, maybe, or somewhere. Absolutely. Know. Yeah. Everyone should check it out. It's She's a fun. great singer. I had help developing that <laughs> website because I'd never done that before either. So um, I'm learning a whole lot of new skills and things in the last year and a half. So, yeah, that's me. Okay. So now to begin going through a complaint, I just want to start by asking you a few questions. Mm-hmm. So have you ever filed a complaint no. before? No. Nope. This okay. will be the first time. Have you ever thought about filing a complaint before? Yeah, I've, I've thought about it. Um, I think a lot of us have been taught not to complain and to be grateful for services we get. Mm -hmm. And so I've always felt that way and, you know, just trying to be uh, not very visible in, in some ways and just fit into every bit, you know, everywhere and, and just kind of, okay, I, I have this service and I should be glad and that's mm -hmm. it. So. Are you nervous as we begin this process? A little, yeah, because I want to make sure that my complaint not only represents me, but also represents us as a community and helps us to get past some of, you know, some of the initial, you know, you want your initial complaint to be effective. 
um, and their initial impression of me to be effective so that they don't just blow me off and say, no, you don't have any rights. <laughs> and sadly, I think that's a really good point um, because they tell people, you know, feel free to share your comments, file your complaints, but it really does make a difference what you say. Um, it really does influence how seriously they take what you're raising. And so in the interest of full disclosure, um, people will see when we get into this process, there is a place where you can attach a document. Uh, we have already written up a Word file that will be attached, and we are not going to go through the Word file here because there are confidential pieces of information that Desiree needs to share um, with the Department of Transportation that we don't necessarily want to share on the internet. Mm -hmm. So as we go through the form, we will fill it out and we will put the reason for filing the complaint in the main edit field. But there will be information in the attached document that we just can't and you know we just can't put on the internet. Mm -hmm. So and to that end, on the website, we have a post that is a template, if you will, that people can look at that will walk them through the information to include and what they may want to include if they have complaints that are similar to those that Desiree will be walking us through today. What I would do at this point is Google something like filing an ADA complaint with the Department of Transportation. Uh, I want to be clear about this. I actually know what we need to do and where to find it, but we're doing this process as if it is brand new, since it will be to Desiree and will be to almost everybody listening. So, What would I type in to get that? I would say know? something like, Filing an ADA complaint, Department of Transportation. Okay. Okay. Filing an ADA complaint, Department of Transportation, Google search M-Dash Mozilla Firefox. Filing an ADA complaint, Department Filing. Okay. So now I've got my Accessibility link, search mode, results. Head, search results heading level one. So I need to go down to probably web results. File a complaint with FTA Federal Transit Administration heading level three link. Okay. Uh, Link HTTPS slash slash www.transit.gov single right pointing nope. angle quotation file a complaint ADA.gov heading level 3 nope. link. People also ask heading level 2. File a consumer complaint U.S. Department of Transportation heading level 3 link. Link that, HTTPS slash slash www.transportation.gov single right pointing angle quotation mark air consumer single right pointing angle quotation mark file con dot dot dot. Okay. Heading so level 3 link file. This is... Main region. File a consumer complaint U.S. Department of Transportation HTTPS slash slash w file. U.S. Department of Transportation heading level one link Now, traffic. on this page, what I would do is search for disability. Okay. So I'm going to do a screen find. Uh, control F. Jaws find dialog. Find what? Edit disability. Of disability are on the basis of race, color, okay, national so origin, sex is... including gender identity and sexual orientation, religion, or ancestry. With that, if you feel that you experienced unlawful discriminatory treatment in air travel by airline employees or the airline's contractors on the basis of disability okay, heading so... level two link traffic file a consumer complaint button. There's yeah. a button. There we go. <clears throat> so I just press that button. We press the button. Land. Air travel complaint comment form M Mozilla Firefox. Now I would, I would look at this page to see if it gives us any additional 
information, okay. or is it just a form? Okay. Single right point Single to handle quotation. Right. Air travel service complaint or comment form not related to airline safety or security issues. Heading level two. Heading level three. Please use this form to file a complaint or comment about service you received or requested from an airline or ticket agent that does not relate to airline. Heading level three. Heading level three. Link safety. <laughs> heading level three or heading level three. Link security. Heading level three. Heading level three. Refunds, ticketing practices, wow. family seating, frequent flyer programs, charter flights, privacy, and air ambulance service. There's some accessibility things. Uh, there, yeah. <laughs> I I do that for for work, so I catch those <laughs> right away. <laughs> heading level three. Heading level three. The information that you provide in your complaint or comment form will be provided to the appropriate airline or ticket agent. More detailed information. Heading level three about dots complaint handling process and other helpful information for air travelers is available. Heading level three. Link here. Hmm. So it might be good since this process is new to you, to open that link just to see what it looks like. Okay, so this here link. Mm -hmm. Here heading level three link, land, air travel complaints, U.S. Department of Transportation, M-Mozilla Firefox, land, 18 regions, 12 headings and 61 links, 7 smart glance highlights, air travel, air, U.S. Department of Transportation, this section, heading level one. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) Main region, article. Heading level one, air travel complaints. Oh, how many heading ones are there? Heading level two, obtaining assistance to resolve air travel complaints. Air travelers have rights. Federal laws protect airline passengers by specifying airline's obligations, including when the flight is oversold, luggage is mishandled, a flight is delayed on the tarmac, and refunds are requested. Federal laws also prohibit airlines from discriminating against an air traveler on the basis of his or her disability, race, color, national origin, religion, sex, or ancestry. Link.Aviation Consumer Protection Website provides information on key topics of interest to air travelers organized by topic for additional convenience that maintains a link fly rights guide as an easy to use reference for air travelers air travel issues airline safety for information on reporting an airline safety issue visit the federal aviation administration's hotline webpage link here aviation security for concerns about aviation security call the transportation security administration's toll free at 1-866-289-9673 or link email link mail to sa contact center at dhs.gov sa for additional information visit the link sa website Non-safety or security air service-related issues. For the fastest resolution of many air service-related issues, contact an airline or ticket agent. Customer service representative. You may also contact DOT's Office of Aviation Consumer Protection. Disability-related air travel issues. If you encounter a disability-related issue about an airline accommodation or service, ask to speak to the airline's complaint resolution official pro. A pro is the airline's expert in disability-related issues in air travel and has the authority to resolve complaints on behalf of the airline. Air travelers who experience disability-related problems may also call DOT's toll-free hotline for air travelers with disabilities 1-800-778-4838 star to obtain. Assistance. The hotline will provide general information about the rights of air travelers with disabilities, respond to requests for printed consumer information, and assist air travelers with disabilities with time-sensitive disability-related issues. The hours for the hotline are 9.m to 5.p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, except federal holidays. So I have to call that during my work day. Well, but more to the point, more to the point, if your flight, which in this case yours was, is on a weekend, uh, they're not even open and available to help you. Mm Mm-hmm. Air travelers who believe their rights have been violated or are unable to resolve an issue to their satisfaction may file complaints with the airline. Ticket agent and slasher dot. Filing a complaint with an airline or a ticket agent. List of free items. Bullet dot requires airlines to acknowledge consumer complaints within 30 days of receiving them and to send consumers written responses addressing these complaints. So I, I guess I want to ask, would I need to file this with both the airline I flew and DOT or? Thank you for asking. Um, no. These are not exclusive processes. Um, I will say if you need a very time-sensitive resolution, you should go to the airline either by themselves or file with the Department of Transportation at the same time uh, because this is 
the government. It is not a speedy process by any means. And so, you know, if it's something you need resolved, you know, for your next trip, filing here is probably not the best way to go. In this case, though, filing here, in my view, is essential because the airline is violating your rights and has on more than one occasion. Yes. And so something has to be done to bring about corrective action. But there's a more important point, and it actually relates to the reason why I started the Demand Hour Access Project, and that is all of the complaints that come into the Department of Transportation this way that relate to the ADA and the Air Carrier Access Act are chronicled by DOT. They issue reports on it, and the reports influence future changes to the law and also any actions that they may believe, you know, if there's a, a pattern of issues against a certain airline. So if people don't file these forms, it tells the Department of Transportation that things are better than we know they are. Mm -hmm. And they're looking for people to do that, sadly. You know, they are encouraging people, go to the airline first. Um, my view is that unless it's a time-sensitive issue, don't bother going to the airline because the way we're going to change the industry is by filing these kinds of complaints. So, so you would you wouldn't recommend then doing both. In this case, no, because the airline hasn't demonstrated a, an ability to adequately address your concerns. Okay. And so, I don't really see that there's a lot of benefit in that. I mean, as we'll we walk through this here in a few minutes, we'll see you've taken a lot of the steps that somebody would already have taken and they haven't led you to anywhere productive. Okay. Filing a complaint or comment with dot. List of two items. Bullet use this. Visited link online form. All right. To send a complaint or comment to dot about an air travel consumer or civil rights including disability related issue or experience. Bullet you may send dot correspondence by mail at the address below. List of one items nest hollow round bullet when mailing a letter. Please include your full address and phone number as well as complete and accurate information about your trip and the problem. You had are having. List end nesting level one. List end. Office of Aviation Consumer Protection. U.S. Department of Transportation, 1200 New Jersey Avenue, S.E., Washington, D.C. List of one items. Bullet you may contact dot by phone at 202366 for information related to a consumer-related problem. However, it must be submitted to dot in writing. And what they're saying there is that if you want to actually file a complaint, it has to be in writing. And one thing I, I think people should know, if that's hard for you, somebody can submit the complaint on your behalf. Uh, you don't have to do it yourself. Dots consumer complaint process for disability and discrimination complaints. List of two items. Bullet A transportation industry analyst will forward your complaint to the airline and the airline is required to respond to you and dot. Okay, so that, that kind of answers it anyway too. So when I do this, it will go to the airline as well. It will, but the reason we're doing it this way is because I want the Department of Transportation to have a record Mm -hmm. um, I want them to see what's happening, and I want the airline to know that the Department of Transportation is aware of the issue because, mm -hmm. unfortunately, what happens when people just file these complaints um, with the airlines, the airline knows there's nobody watching, 
right? Mm -hmm. There's nobody making sure the airline is actually following the law. And we all know, I think, even from just regular interactions, people tell us things about our rights that aren't actually true. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying the airlines would do that intentionally. I'm saying that the people who respond to you may not know and going to DOT heightens the chances of an effective response. Yeah, I mean, and, and as we'll talk about in, later, um, you get different answers even when you call the airline from right. different employees. Exactly. So, so that's why I'm, I, I really think unless it is a, a very time-sensitive issue, always good to start here. And okay. now since they told us that they will file with the airline, it's even easier than I remembered because mm -hmm. you don't have to file at the same time. You can just do this and they will go to the oh. airline yeah. and it's even better. And as, a, as an aside, what this also keeps you from doing is having to figure out how every airline does its complaints. Mm -hmm. Like if you remember up above, they're like, each airline should have a form or you can email them. Mm -hmm. There's no real good information on how to do that. So one thing people can do is just say, I'm not going to go through that. I'm going to file it here because it's a static form. I can find it and His I'll let market, them. He yeah. might need it a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll let the Department of Transportation send it on to the airlines. And one thing people can mention if they start doing that is one of the reasons I'm filing this way is because you don't have any you know, consistent process for filing these with airlines. And it's unreasonable to expect me to have to figure out every time how each airline does its different complaint process. Mm -hmm. So when you're filing these, I would definitely mention that one of the reasons you're filing is because it's unreasonable for you to have to figure out a different complaint process every time you fly on a different airline. Once the airline's response is received, a dot analyst will review your complaint and the airline's response to determine if a violation occurred. After the analyst reviews your case, it will be given to an attorney for review. Once your case is reviewed by an attorney, an analysis with findings will be sent to you. Please note that due to the volume of cases received and the thoroughness of this process, it may take some time to fully process your case. So they're going to have attorneys look at it. And, and I'll be honest, you know, um, because I have never done this before, that the idea of, wow, it's, it's actually going to be a litigation situation. It's very unlikely that it would come to that. Yeah. Um, if they found a violation, they would probably tell them how to correct it is the most likely outcome. If there were several of these, they may fine an airline, which honestly, it would be an amazing thing if people filed enough of these to get somebody fined for some of this stuff, because even though the fines are pocket change, to companies of this size, it still sends a different, it, or it still sends a message, right? Nobody really wants to be fined. Nobody wants a press release going out saying the Department of Transportation fined this airline mm -hmm. for violating people's civil rights. Mm -hmm. So the truth of it is, this is a longer process, but it's a, a far more effective process if you have interest in actually making things work better 
for all of us and across the industry. This is really the way to go. So do they, and in your past experience with doing this, do they notify you of each step of the process or do you have to keep checking and saying, did you get my case? And you know, what's what's happening now? (laughs) That's the answer. (laughs) They're supposed to. And you know, if you haven't heard anything for a long time, you know, you can call that toll-free or that 202 number or whatever it is that they have up there, call their phone number and just ask them. Say, you know, I filed on this date. This is the last thing I heard. What's the status? Okay, we are back. And while we see if we have any questions, I'm just going to make a couple of quick points. Um, Another thing that I would recommend, which we um, didn't discuss in the recorded portion, is I would definitely put in there um, that you have a disability and you want your response in an accessible format. Um, When they say they're going to mail you their findings, um, if it was me, I don't want a 20-page print document coming in the mail. Um, And so I think this is another way of making them think about how they, the Department of Transportation, is accommodating people with disabilities as well. Um, Make them and the airlines figure out how they're going to provide you an alternative format. And I would say, you know, whatever your preferred format is, if you want it in an accessible email or you want it mailed email to you as an attached accessible Word or PDF file. Whatever works for you, I would put that in the comment field um, on the form. And the next part of this is going to be going through the form. And and I also want to say we recorded this over two sessions, so the audio levels are not going to be quite the same, um, but it was a longer process, and that's just what we needed to do. Um, Now, do we have any questions? We sure do, uh, Jonathan and Don Bilpage. I've just given you the signal to you should be able to unmute and uh, ask your question. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, loud and yes. clear. Okay, so um, I guess kind of the big thing for me is so you guys. So I know you guys are doing this under the ACA. My my biggest my biggest concern is to. So two things. One, do you have a way, like, do you have kind of a sample thing that you kind of filled out and just kind of like, you know, put some wording in so that way we kind of know on what the, we're kind of looking at? And also, on, yeah, the website, on the website, I walk through, I have a post where I walk through everything that is on the, on the form that we're okay. about to see. Um, and it <laughs> gives guidance as to what you might want to put in the comment field and your attached file. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's one thing. Thank you. And the second thing, so we're doing this under the ACA. How is the procedure the same for every other type of complaint? So say I wanted to file, oh, no. so say I needed to file something with the, Oh, I don't know. You know, say I needed to file something with, you know, because my, you know, my city streets are not very accessible nope. or something like that is that is this procedure going to be the same or is that going to be a whole different ball game it'll be different and we'll have to cover that on future 
um, episodes. It'll be, you know, oh, okay. they all ask for a lot of the same information, but how you submit it and where you submit it is different. And uh, along those lines, in, pace, in case people were confused, even though we're filing under the Air Carrier Access Act, we searched for filing an ADA complaint because my experience is that a lot of folks don't know that their rights with airlines are actually governed by the Air Carrier Access Act. And so what I wanted to show people is you can get to this information um, without even knowing that you need the Air Carrier Access Act. Okay. Um, do we have any other questions, either in Zoom or Clubhouse? Um, nothing in Zoom. Uh, Brad, how about Clubhouse? Um, right now, I'm not seeing anything in Clubhouse. We've got a few okay. attendees, but no hands. Okay. 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 I think we do then, have we. Oh, okay. We do have hands in Zoom. Um, okay. Um, so let's take one more, and then if we can, we'll finish uh, the pre-recorded portion, and then we'll come back to questions at the end. Sounds good. Meryl Schechter, you can unmute. Hi, Ray. Uh, hi, Jonathan and, and Desiree. Thank you so much for this informative information. Um, my question is, because the DOT is the arm that would deal with this for the ADA and the Air Carriers Access Act, does the DOJ also get involved with this or not? Not usually. It would take a, a real, um, that's one of the things about the ADA is technically there are eight or nine federal agencies, depending on your issues that you have to file with, depending on what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can imagine scenarios where it would be a joint agency response, mm -hmm. um, but the vast, vast majority of what we're talking about in everyday people's lives is going to be with the Department of Transportation. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, and with that, uh, we will definitely take some questions at the end. And for now, we will go back to the pre-recorded portion of the presentation. All right. So I'm now on the page with the form and I need to know what information they need. So I'm going to do an insert F5 to pull up the form field list. Select the form field dialog. List one, list two. I am combo box select one, one of 22. To move the item, address edit two of 22. City edit three of 22. State combo box select one, four. zip code edit five, home phone edit six of either email address or daytime phone is required email address edit seven of 22. Either email address or daytime phone is required. Verify email address. Edit eight of either email address or daytime phone is required. Daytime phone. Edit nine of twenty two. Would you like a copy of this submission sent to your email? Yes, radio button not checked. Airline slash company combo box select one. Twelve of month combo box thirteen of twenty two. Date combo box fourteen of twenty two. I'm guessing those are going to be the month and date of my trips, but I'll have to find out out of, in in context when I go through it. Either combo box fifteen of twenty two. Flight itinerary if applicable. Edit sixteen of twenty two. Description of problem slash inquiry slash comment edit 17 of 22. File to upload browse button 18 of 22. And I am able to upload a file. Yep. So that will be the file that I we, we already created. Upload file button 19 of 22. Submit button 20 of 22. Reset button cancel button 22 okay. of 22. All right. And now that we know what they're asking, before filling the form out, why don't we talk for a few minutes about what happened so that the people listening will have a better idea of 
what we're putting in and, and maybe why. Okay. I took a trip in back in November, the end of November, and it was actually a kind of an emergency trip because it was for a medical appointment that I needed to have out of state. And so I didn't know way ahead of time. I basically had two weeks because I, I submitted it on the 15th of November and my uh, travel date was November 29th. When I've traveled in the past, I've taken my guide dog, Valkyrie, and um, I've filled out the DOT form that I knew was required. And I've, you know, kept that updated um, as much as possible, of course. And I have had a few incidences in the past where they questioned me. And so I wanted to make sure that after I booked my ticket, that everything was clear and I've, I checked the box where I had a service animal and I needed assistance at the gate and all of that. Um, so I called and I flew Alaska and then I, so I called the Alaska accessibility hotline or the, the phone number that they have and talked to an agent. And of course, because I booked it online myself, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of control over my seat. It was really difficult to even figure out what seat, if any, I was assigned. Um, and also the information was not clear in, in my booking that I had a service animal. So they informed me, okay, we have to check this box and you have to fill out this other form through open doors. Can I just ask yeah. a couple of questions real sure. quick? Okay. So when you had flown Alaska before, right? Mm -hmm. And you had filled out the um, service animal air transportation form for Alaska before. Yes. Yes. And that form, as far as I was aware, you only had to do once a year, but then they changed the rules now. So you have to do it per trip. Well, so technically the air transportation form from the DOT, you're only supposed to have to update with an airline if your service animal gets its rabies vaccine updated. Right. But the problem with all of this is if you fly, say, United, you have to fill the form out for them because you haven't flown them yet. Right. But that's not what happened here. You had given them this information previously for other trips. Yes. And what I was told is that now you have to fill out this open doors form every time you fly this, even this same airline. And so, and if I fill it out, it, it would count for not only my trip departing here, but also my return for the same, you know, the round trip. Mm -hmm. So, um, they referred me to this outsourced open doors place to fill it out. And they gave me a phone number and they, and they gave me the, you know, website. I decided to just call the phone number to make sure everything was right. Since I've had trouble in the past with accessibility in some of these forms. Um, and then I called Alaska back, let them know, yep. Okay. This is filled out. They saw it. And then I, I said, no, I don't know what seat I have, but I need to make sure that I have, you know, accommodated seating, whether it's a window or some extra space, you know, for my service animal. And she said to me that they are not allowed to pick my seat 
until I check in at the gate um, on, on the day of my trip. Um, so I thought, okay, I guess I'll just go in there and talk to them when I, when I get there about what seat I was assigned because it was automatically assigned to me since it was not accessible to pick the seat. Yeah, no, I think this is, this is a really good explanation. And from what you're saying, the things that I would focus on would be the fact that as a person with a service animal, you're covered by 14 CFR 382.81. And I know, because I looked it up, Alaska uses the priority seating method. And so uh, they really should have given you your seat. And so mm -hmm. uh, that's something we will definitely be mentioning. Um, I think we're also going to mention that you filled out the form and, and when you continue your story here, people are going to see what that actually didn't mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I filled it. I filled everything out. When I left here on the 29th, I didn't have any problems. They saw my forms, everything, you know, they had access to, to both the DOT form and the open doors form. Now we did have to update it on the DOT side because um, a couple months ago I did have her rabies updated. So we did have to do that and that was done. Um, and so when I left here to take my trip, all was fine. They gave me the seat that I needed at the at the gate. I asked at the gate and, and they said, okay, you can have this window seat. Um, and that was all good. When I came home though, <laughs> And again, they told me this form will go for both legs of your trip, your departure and your return. And they told you that prior to your initial flight, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. And so, um, so when I when I checked in, they couldn't find it. They couldn't find the open doors. And actually, it, in the beginning, they couldn't even find my DOT form, even though it should have been attached to the whole entire itinerary round trip itinerary that and I had. And you were told it had been. Yes. Hmm. Yes. So they, you know, we had some trouble when I checked my bag, they couldn't find it. They said, well, you just go to the gate and they'll be able to find it. We'll, we'll go ahead and check you in. Um, you know, because they tried looking it up under my confirmation code, which I had to look up <laughs> from, you know, the whole entire itinerary, the confirmation number that you get but it really hadn't been properly submitted apparently. So it wasn't even there at all. So I went to the gate. Um, and the first thing of course I asked was, you know, I need to make sure that you know, I can bring my service animal and I need to change my seat because that's what I did before. And they told me to, you know, and they said, okay, we can change your seat, but there are no more window seats available. So even, you know, and we can put you in, kind of the premium, but there's only middle seats. There's no window, there's no aisle, there's nothing. And just to reiterate, because you're a service animal user, um, that was not a sufficient answer. They're supposed mm -hmm. to give you a seat that you request. And the problem in all of this is they would not allow you to change your seat, you know, 
weeks ahead of time. Right, right. <laughs> and so, right. which they totally were supposed to. Right. Um, and since they didn't tell you to check in an hour early, they were required, even at that late stage, to move your seat. Mm-hmm. And they don't know the rules. And they violated your rights, which is what brings us to where we are here today. And I didn't know that, right? Even, I mean, now I do, right? So, but going into it, I thought, well, okay, I guess I have to take what I get. And that's why we're here every other Saturday (laughs) (laughs) going over these things. Because, you know, the best consumer is an educated consumer. Absolutely. And that's what all of this is about, is getting people to understand what we are entitled to. And then when we're not given what we're entitled to, how to complain about it so that it improves for us as individuals and us as a community. Absolutely. So why don't we try going through the actual form? Air travel complete comment form. I am combo box. Select one. Right. Select First consumer. form field is a combo box, so I'm going to alt down arrow to open Select that. Select one. One of six. To move to an item, press the arrow keys. Passenger two of six. I'm pretty sure that's the one I want, but I just relative like to passenger check. three of six. Lawyer on behalf of client. For travel agency five of other six of six. Okay, so I'm a passenger. Two of six. I'm going to select that. I am combo box. Passenger. Select consumer type. To change the selection, use the arrow keys. All right, now I'm on consumer type. Relative of passenger. Oh, passenger. Oh. I tabbed and it didn't. <laughs> okay, that's what. Consumer I want. title, first name, edit your first name, twice. type and text. Oh, wait, I think consumer title combo, combo box there. to change the selection. Use the arrow keys. Consum- MRS. Oh, yeah, that. That's confusing. <laughs> consumer title. Title. I think it's saying. Yeah, it yes. did. It, but yeah, I'm like, what? What kind of title? So. Mr. It should say like suffix or something. So. Miss. MS. I guess I'm that. <laughs> first name, edit your first name, type and text. Okay, I'm typing my first name. Your last name, edit, type and text. Last name. Address, type and text. And I'm going to put my address in. Num lock on. City, edit, type and text. Type. State, combo box, select one, to change Tennessee, Texas. Zip okay. code, edit, type and text. Home phone, group, type of text. Okay. Uh, Remember, you can choose whether you want to give them an email address or yeah, a phone number. Yeah, that's right. So, either email address or daytime phone is required. Email address, edit. Either email address. My or... email address here. In... In... Okay. Verify email address. Type your email address a second time to match the above. Type of text. In... Daytime phone, edit, type and text. It doesn't say that's required, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, and it's not, and and this is another accessibility issue, right? Because if you're going through this just in forms mode, it's not reminding you Mm -hmm. that you don't have to fill this out if you provided an email address. Right, and there's no star to show required or not. Yeah, but now would, and this is an interesting question, right? I put my email, but is there value to them having a way to contact me by phone at all? I really think it's a personal preference. If they email you and you want to talk about it with them, you can always reply to the email and give a phone number at that point. Okay. 
Okay. That's probably what I'll do then, for sure. Would you like a copy of this submission sent to your email? Proof. No radio button checked. Two of two. To I change the selection. Yes, radio button checked. One of okay. two. To airline slash company combo box. Select one. To change the selection, use the arrow. Right. E.G. and airlines. Air Lingus. Air Flot. Air Linias. Air Mex. Air Post. Air Surf. Air Ambulance. Air Ambulance. Air Asia. Air Berlin. Air Camp. Air Air China. Air Europe. Air, Air India. Air Italy. Air Jum. Air Myth. Air Air Surf. Wow. Air to Air Tram. Air Was. Air Fair. Air for East. Air Fast. AI. Air Tram. Air Alaska. Alitalia. Oh, Alaska Airlines. Alaska. Okay. Month combo box to change the selection. And again, the keys. I'm in forms mode, so I'm gonna check because I want to make sure it's virtual PC. Gonna be my trip month. Month, month, flight date if applicable. Flight date. Okay, so that is month, month. Not part of the form field label. Mm. <laughs> I also want to point out in this case, I would actually put the date that you came home since that's, that's the where you date. had the most issues. Okay. Okay. So combo box collapsed. December. One of 13. Air travel complaint comment form M dash Mozilla Firefox month combo box deck to change the selection. Use the arrow keys. Date combo box to change okay, the selection. The use the 0, 1, 11. Okay. Year combo box to change the 2025, 2024. <laughs> 2023, it doesn't tell me I have a character limit, so I guess now this is where I would say, you know, I'm going to attach the file, but what pieces of information to get their attention would I put right now? So in this case, since we're attaching a longer file, and just so the people listening know, the longer file includes the background information that we have already walked you through here in terms of what happened, I probably cut you off too early in suggesting we start filling out the form so that's my fault but since we looked through the document together um, there were issues around pre-boarding isn't that yes right? yeah so after they fixed my seat or well they didn't fix it they gave me the middle seat in premium um, at the gate i thought we were ready to go and i was pretty early, about an hour or more at the gate before pre-board would have started. And so I was waiting and I was approached by uh, an employee basically telling me that they did not have any of my forms. And so my service animal was not cleared for travel and I needed to provide some sort of record. Some do, And he asked me, do you have a printed version of your form that you filled out already? Do you have an ID? Do you have any paperwork? And I didn't have it because I was told that I had already provided that and that that was going to apply to both um, return or departure and return for my trip. Um, so I told him that and he said, I need her service ID number. I, I don't have anything. No forms are attached to this trip at all. And so I gave the service ID number, still couldn't find it. It took them several minutes looking for the forms, not being able to find them. And then they started the pre-boarding process. And I stood up like, okay, I'm gonna get on the plane. 
and nope, you can't get on the plane yet. We don't have all these forms. We're going to have to fill them out again right now. And that takes, you know, even if they're helping you, that takes 15 minutes to 20 minutes, depending on what the information you have to provide is. Um, at that point, I was getting pretty angry and, and you were with me. So, <laughs> um, you know, it was clear that this was not going to go well if they continued down this road because I wasn't going to not only not not pre-board but I was going to miss the flight because they were not prepared um at one point I think he either found some under her ID number which I had written down um so I was able to give him that number again I had to give it to him several times and they were able to finally at least locate the DOT form and verify that she was vaccinated and everything, but they still couldn't find the open doors form. Um, and, and at that point, after and pre-boarding, they were starting the second group of boarding after pre-board, so A and B, and they were on the B group. And I just said, okay, you have it, and I'm going to get on. <laughs> and I got on the airplane. Yeah. But I was not yeah. able to pre-board, and so then getting on the airplane and having to you know, find my seat, which of course was the middle seat and situate her, um, and my, my overhead, you know, bags and different things, uh, was a lot more difficult. And uh, of course, you know, I had a person sitting on the aisle that I had to go over and then, then the window person came and ended up switching with me at it because he was very nice about it, but you know, he didn't have to do that. So in listening to that story, I, feel like the issues that we want to raise in this comment field are going to be the mishandling of the service animal forms, the lack of an accessible seat that a person using a service animal is entitled to, and the lack of pre-boarding, which you're also entitled to. Okay. Does that sound right to you? Yes. Okay. So in this case, since we are attaching a more detailed description of what actually happened, I would use the comment field just to get their attention. Yes. And just so people listening know, I think this, if you're comfortable writing a longer document, this is a better way of doing this because it gives you a better chance to be more deliberate about what you're writing. You know, if you're writing it in Word or pages on the Mac or in Markdown somewhere, whatever you're doing, it's going to be easier to organize your thoughts than doing it in this comment field. Mm -hmm. And so I would just do that and then attach whatever you want to say and use this field to give a very high level um, attention getting summary. Okay. So in the field, I would just say uh, something along the lines of, I am filing this complaint based on three areas of discrimination. Alaska's inability to demonstrate or follow any consistent protocols 
around traveling with a service animal. The fact that they did not provide me a seat that met my needs as a traveler with a service animal. And they did not allow me to pre-board as I am entitled to by law. And just another thing that people should know who are listening, in the attached file, we have the citations to the sections of law that they uh, violated. All of that information is being provided to them. I didn't go through it here because nobody really wants to type all that. And I also want to say, so people at home uh, understand this, that if you don't have all the citations in front of you, the language is really what's going to get their attention. If you can throw in some citations, either in your attached file or in your comment field, that's great. But the buzzwords are what really will get their attention. You know, they don't expect you to do that. Never mind put in the citations to the law. So mm -hmm. here the buzzwords are pre-boarding. You know, mm -hmm. I'm telling, you're telling them that Alaska did not let you pre-board. Mm -hmm. You're telling them that Alaska did not give you a seat that meets your needs as a traveler with a service animal. Mm -hmm. You're telling them that Alaska consistently does not handle the air transportation form and the other form it requires in a consistent manner. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is you're using this field to say, here are the three things that happened to me. See my attached file for the specific details. And I think that's that's good enough to get the ball rolling in this okay. case. Now that you're done, why don't we just listen to the comment field again to make sure we have what we need. Okay. With a service animal, I, I, I am filing this complaint based on three areas of discrimination. Alaska's inability to demonstrate or follow any consistent protocols around traveling with a service animal. The fact that they did not provide me a seat that met my needs as a traveler with a service animal, and they did not allow me to misspelled report as I am entitled to by Law. And just uh, to be clear, you just have pre-board as one word, right? Yes. Okay. A lot of spell checkers don't understand that pre-board is now considered a word by a lot of people, but it is actually, that's how it's written in the Air Carrier Access Act and all over the place. So you can just ignore that misspelling. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to tab out of this field. File to upload group. Browse button to activate presenter. Okay. Now I'm I know where the file is, so I'm going to the browse. File button. upload dialog. File name. Edit combo. To set the value. You All right. So I'm in the area where I can find the file. So I've already uh, located it. So that'll make shell folder view. Items view list box. Desert header name split file name. Edit combo. Desert race disturbance air carrier access complaint. To set the value, use the arrow keys or type the value. Alt plus N. Files of type, combo box, all supported type, open button to activate, press spacebar, alt plus O. Air travel complaint, comment form, m-mozilla Firefox, file to upload group, browse, button to activate, press enter. And of course it didn't tell me that it was successful, <laughs> so I'm going to have to check that. Group start file to upload, file name, please click the browse button to select the file and click upload file button. Attach a file optional. 
Char's left, 2597. Oh, now it tells me <laughs> I have characters. So apparently you have about 3,000 characters, mm -hmm. which it doesn't tell you in the field, so I didn't know that. Attach a file name, group starts browse, but there's a race tournament there, carrier access complaint dot docs. All right, so it's there. Group and file to upload, upload file button, incidents of sexual misconduct. If your complaint relates to or includes allegations of sexual misconduct, a copy of your complaint. I think we need to hit that upload button. Incidents of upload file button. Think. Upload file button to activate press enter. Air travel complaint comment form M Mozilla Firefox to activate press space bar. Land uploaded file slash S two headings and thirty nine wow. uploaded. See, I almost would have thought it was uploaded already because yeah. it was there. So okay. See if I could pass as a race Yeah, they, this is bad. <laughs> From an accessibility professionals, I guess I should have mentioned that I, I am certified in accessibility too, so I catch a lot of that anyway. But uploaded file well, slash She's actually a, a content tester yeah yeah so, and so it's hard for me to it not sounds do that. like we may have a section 508 <laughs> complaint, complaint next. coming on this one yeah <laughs> and and to add a fourth thing to my <laughs> link remove file okay so it's on there now incidents of section if your complete term it encompasses force intimidate and decent okay. exposure submit button so now i have the submit button so now at this stage what i would do is go back one final time and check the form. And obviously we'll pause the recording so your yeah. personal information. But before we submit, it's always good practice to go over those details one more time. Mm -hmm. I went through the information, verified I did have to fix a few things. Um, <laughs> so it's a good thing I did that. And now I can press the submit button. Submit button. Please wait, button unavailable. Submit to activate, press enter. Waiting. Air travel complaint comment form confirmation. Link subscribe to email updates. Three headings and 39 links. Air travel complaint comment form confirmation. Link home single right pointing oh. angle quotation mark. So Desiree, you have filed oh. your first official <laughs> disability discrimination complaint. First of many, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel now that that process is over? It wasn't as bad as I thought um and i think you know as as for everything else the more you do that and the more you realize it's not so bad it's not a real scary thing that you'll do more of them and you know i may or may not hear things we will obviously you know keep you posted as to uh if they respond what what they say and all of that um so yeah it, it wasn't so bad well, thank you very much for your willingness to share your experiences, both what happened to you and with doing your first complaint with us. Um, I appreciate it, and I am sure that a lot of the folks listening appreciate it as well. Awesome. Well, thank you for your help, because, yeah, this is great. Now, um, we lost some time with, um, so I'll leave it up to the folks from ACB community. If we have time for some questions, I know we're at two. So, um, I, I, I'm not really authorized to do that. So to offer that, okay. um, so, all right. So, um, in that case, um, we apologize for the fact that we can't take any additional questions. Uh, and I thank you all for listening. If you want all of this information, um, it, you can find it on Demand Our Access website. 
You can also meet, email me at Jonathan at our demand or demand our And um, in our next episode in two weeks, we will be covering, covering service animals. Thank you, everybody. And thank you for listening.